disappointing weekend for the Blue Jackets, but they have a chance to make it up to us tonight as they face the San Jose Sharks in their final three of the uh, final third of the California road trip. That's what's coming up today on Locked On Blue Jackets. Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets, who are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster. Thank you for making us your first listen or your first watch of the day. If you are not watching on the YouTubes, you probably should be, because today I am wearing a very excellent hat that has the state of Minnesota on it. But don't worry, it is all Ohio talk all the time here. And uh, we've got lots to lots to talk about. So uh, we're going to start off with talking to Sarah Avampato, host of Locked on LA Kings. We did a little game preview on Friday, and uh, last night we recorded a little bit of a game review. We talked about the Kings-Blue Jackets game, so uh, that's going to be kind of the first segment. And then the second segment will come back to just me, and we're going to talk about the Anaheim Ducks game, because I feel like there's a lot more to talk about in that game than, uh, than you may think. And uh, finally, we're going to take a quick look at the San Jose Sharks, how they're doing and how we think tonight's game might turn out. But uh, for now, I will turn it over to Sarah and me as we talk about the loss to the L.A. Kings. If you missed our preview episode, we both took uh, we both took some predictions on how that game was going to go. And I have gone with my you know, tried and true tactic of saying the Kings were going to lose because otherwise they, they blow it. Um, and we both predicted what, like four, three overtime wins, um, b- both in Columbus's favor. And that's not what we got <laughs> at all. <laughs> Every time I think these horrible children cannot possibly disappoint me more, <laughs> they lose 2-1 to the Los Angeles Kings, who, in fairness, mm-hmm. have been the better team for the bulk of the season. However, they have even more baby defensemen than the Blue Jackets. Yeah. And they have not been very good defensively this season. So mm. the fact that you only managed to score one goal yeah. against this LA Kings roster, which, uh, like, as far as, I, as far as I'm aware, is still literally just Matt Roy and children... Yeah, yeah. Um, what the heck, guys? Yeah, yeah. Um, you had insult to injury. One of the Kings murdered Patrick Laine in Oh no. Blood. So once I figure out who that was, I will be coming for them. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, just, man, what a... What a boring goddamn game. <laughs> like, yeah, I was expecting, <laughs> like... Like much looser, much more chaotic. Like instead, the third period was just like a slog. Like the, the first period was exciting because that's when like most of the goals happened, at least for the Kings. Um, second period, you know, obviously there was a little bit of of life uh, in 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 Columbus, and you know, they get on the board, um, and you're like, okay, 
one goal game, like third period, anything can happen. Uh, the shot Nothing. count for the third period was uh, eight shots for each team. That's not thrilling. I mean, technically nothing is still anything. Like, <laughs> anything did happen. Um, yeah, Justin Brown scored like a minute and a half into the game, and I was like, yeah. I see how this game is going to go. And then both teams took that personally, I yeah. think. And, and like, um... <laughs> Dustin, like, that was a... It, it was not a very Dustin Brown goal. Because the Dustin Brown goal is like, oops, it went off my butt. And this was a like a nice goal deliberate. yeah he scored on purpose which yeah. i'm not used to Justin brown doing um yeah just man like i i talked about i, I talked about this in like a so sarah and i have like a group chat with some other chaotic hockey fans um and i was like looking at the playoff picture in the west and i was like i think I think my horrible blue children need to take one for the team tonight <laughs> to, you know, unite against the greater good and mm-hmm. prevent Vegas from making the playoffs. So I guess I... I mean, where's the film? It would be a fun loss instead of a... The right. only goal was Sean Corrales scoring, like, a minute into the second period, which, yeah. like, hey, yay, Sean Corrales and the Blue Jackets do a really fun thing where... Um, you get free curly fries if a blue jacket scores in the second period. But what? I, I wanna, I wanna take a look at this. Actually, uh, I feel like Sean Corrali scores all of his goals in the second period. So the blue jackets have taken to just tweeting Corrali fries. Um, That's of curly fries, which is extremely good. Um, but yeah, like if, if, if there was only going to be one goal in the game, I did not expect right it to be a Sean Corrali goal. Yeah. Double yeah. Ohio native Sean Corrali. It, I have to, it's like Long Beach native <laughs> Matt Nieto. Yeah. Right. Or you know, Thousand Oaks native Trevor, Trevor Moore. Um, you know, love that hometown boy. But yeah, you did take one for the team and, and help advance the cause of preventing and I Vegas. Our sacrifice will be talked about for decades it, to come. It will. It will, regardless of like who wins the Stanley Cup, there will be like a footnote on it that's like, Columbus helped Vegas not get in the playoffs. <laughs> Just a little. That's the thing. Like the the Blue Jackets, uh, I believe, were already eliminated earlier that night mm-hmm. because uh, Montreal got curb stomped by Washington, which yeah, does. seems like that's that's expected. I think, yeah. but the fact that we were eliminated through no fault of our <laughs> own, I was like, okay, well. At this point, fine. Like I like right. that. I clearly I like the Kings enough to talk about them right. at least once a week. Uh, I will. I will allow it. Like if we had to lose to a California team, like I'm okay losing to the Kings. Uh, yeah. They did embarrass themselves against the Ducks the very next day, <laughs> which I will uh, talk about in Lockdown Blue Jackets in uh, just a minute. I'm sure. Yeah. But man, like I've got a bad feeling about this San Jose game. That's coming oh, up. Oh no! Oh, you're, that's right. You're on the like the circuit. We're on the the California swing, yeah. The the death, yeah. the no longer Death Valley trip, but the Blue Jackets typically have not fed well in uh, in California, basically ever. So, yeah. Uh, and like, and usually it's like it was like always Jeff Carter or you know back in the day Marion Gabrick would be the one who's like. Game-winning goal. I feel like this is like the first time 
that they've been back since they traded Jeff because COVID season, I mean, that's totally irrelevant to the Blue Jackets life, but like. Yeah, no. So actually, do you know, so I went to a Blue Jackets Kings game in uh, Los Angeles in, I want to say 2017. It was the 2017 California swing and the Blue Jackets lost in overtime. And the game-winning goal was scored by Alec Martinez. So that's what he does. Like, you know what? This feels this feels right. I think that was a two-one game as well, actually. Probably um, that, was, that was a really weird road trip. They like shut out the Ducks for <laughs> nothing, lost it overtime to the Kings on an Alec Martinez goal, um, and then Scott Hartnell scored against San Jose. It's just a really weird. I think it was a butt goal, which makes sense for Hartnell. But right, like, that's the thing that happened. Yeah. So the uh, Blue Jackets did not do well. No. Uh, this weekend, and uh, I'm not on Blue Jackets in a minute. We are going to talk about the Ducks game because I guess we probably should. Uh, on Locked On Kings, however, we're going to talk about much more fun things uh, yeah. because the rain spent a bunch of time. Beating up on the goals, which, you know, you absolutely love to see it. So uh, we're going to talk about that in a minute on Locked on Kings, Locked on Blue Jackets. We're going to talk about how my sons keep disappointing me and also more of them are dead now. But first, I've got to tell you about a new sponsor. uh, And this is something that I use literally every day. Uh, Athletic Greens is a... uh, well, it kind of, it works for everything. I was trying to find a way to, to describe Athletic Greens, uh, but it is a, uh, it is 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. They support gut health, uh, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. And now you see why I can't describe exactly what they are, because they kind of, are and do a little bit of everything to improve your day, to help you start your day right, and to just kind of make you feel a little bit better, especially, you know, we're kind of, we're getting into April, the summer's coming, uh, I mean, the summer's coming for me, I don't know that the summer is coming where Sarah is in Chicago, because I don't know that they're done with winter yet, but, uh, you know, you want to you wanna start your day right, and so you should start it with Athletic Greens. It is lifestyle friendly, uh, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy free, or gluten free. It contains less than one gram of sugar, and it is uh, basically it's a multivitamin. Uh, and instead of taking a bunch of pills, you can just do one scoop of Athletic Greens in a cup of water, and that is everything you need for your day. Right now, it is time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It is, like I said, just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That is it. No need for a bajillion different supplements to look out for your health. And to make it even easier, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. And all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash NHL network. Once again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. 
Welcome back to Locked On Blue Jackets, who are part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We are free and available on all podcast platforms and on YouTube. If you're not subscribed on YouTube, make sure you hit subscribe over there because you could be entered to win a uh, commemorative Rick Nash puck from his jersey retirement night. When I hit 100 subscribers over on YouTube, I'm going to be giving that away. So uh, make sure you are subscribed over there and be in with a chance of winning. So the Kings game was... As we just discussed with Sarah, bad and boring. Uh, the Blue Jackets Ducks game was uh, more exciting, if nothing else. Uh, the Blue Jackets lost six to four after uh, a rough third period. They battled back. I believe it was five to four, and then the Ducks got the empty netter to put the game out of reach. But uh, lots, lots more to talk about than a very, very boring two to one loss to the LA Kings. And uh, like I said, it was. Uh, a little bit more exciting. The Ducks opened the scoring three minutes in, and that's kind of the. It was the same feeling that I had when the when the Blue Jackets played the Kings the night before, when they scored, they got scored on like a minute and a half in. I was like, oh yeah, sure, this. I see how this game is going to go, and the game was apparently all of the chaos, they saved all of the chaos for the Ducks game, which I don't necessarily appreciate. Goal for Troy Terry, his 35th of the season. Jake Bean answered back uh, less than a minute later. Really good to see him score. He hasn't scored in a minute. Troy Terry tries again, uh, scores again. In fact, it it is 2-1, less than six minutes into the game. So that probably tells you a little bit about how optional the defense was for both teams. 3-1 Ducks as uh, Jerry Mayhew scores, who I feel like he scored his first goal against the Blue Jackets when he was a flyer. I feel like his first NHL goal was against the Blue Jackets, and now he's in Anaheim, Anaheim and still disrespecting me personally. Uh, it's So it's 3-1, not a great first period. Uh, the Blue Jackets outshot the Ducks, but uh, Jeff Brube making his first start in a while. Elvis finally got to rest after being very, very good uh, against... The Kings, not quite good enough to get the win, but he was he did everything he could to keep the Blue Jackets in it, honestly. Uh, Berube, I don't know what I was expecting. Potentially, you know, another bonkers performance like his earlier season performances, but it was not to be. Uh, he made, uh, officially, I think he made 30 of 35 saves, which is not terrible, but also is not the, the Berube that I think a lot of people potentially thought was uh, what they were getting. Which I mean, it's it's Jeff Brube. He was like he's like the fourth string goalie, or the third, yeah, the fourth string goalie uh, who has spent most of the time in backing up in Cleveland. So it is what it is. Uh, Blue Jackets battle back in the second period, which is is really good to see. Jake Bean gets his second of the game. Which have yourself a night, Jake Bean. Uh, that that goal was extremely good because the only assist went to Adam Boquist. Um, who, again, has decided he is not a defenseman. He is a forward, or potentially a rover, because he has been spending too much time with Zach Wierenski. Uh, Wierenski missed this game. The Blue Jackets were also without Patrick Laine, who was injured uh, in the Kings game. He's day-to-day. I don't know whether he's playing tonight, but uh, it could be a long night if he's not. Wierenski played, I think, like a minute and a half of this game before leaving with an upper-body injury, and I am... Uh, Slightly concerned on account of how he's missed significant time over the past couple of months due to uh, hits to the head, one in the Toronto game versus uh, 
one in the, the Toronto game, it was Wayne Simmons. And then I feel like he got hit in the head by someone else like three games later. So not not great news. Uh, worried about that. Not because the Blue Jackets are going to miss him necessarily, because I think they will, but because hits to the head are serious. And it's not great when your number one defenseman keeps getting hit in the head. But uh, Adam Boquist is stepping up and being the rover that Zach Wierenski wants him to be. Jake Bean gets the goal, second of the night. Sean Corrali ties it up halfway through the second period. It's 3-3. He's got his 14th of the season. And it's looking not terrible for the Blue Jackets. Um, unfortunately, Travis Egress exists. Uh, he scores his 21st of the season, followed up by Cam Fowler, who... I feel like we don't talk enough about how the Ducks have a guy called Fowler. Um, it's very similar to how the Kings had a guy called Dwight King a couple of seasons ago. It's just very appropriate and very funny. Uh, makes it 5-3, to three, and even though Cole Sillinger scores his 14th of the season, obviously we talked with Tony Ferrari at the weekend about what a season he's having. Uh, scores his 14th, Jake Voracek hits 50 goals, which uh, according to Jackets insider Jeff Savoda, is the fourth most assists in a single season for a Blue Jackets player. So it'll be really interesting to see if he manages to break that record with, I think, seven games to go, six or seven games. Still plenty of time for Jake Voracek to uh, set some records in his return to Columbus, which would be super fun. Um, Derek Grant gets the empty netter, six to four. And that is that is all she wrote. Um, this was the chaos game that I was expecting from the Kings game, honestly. Uh, it was just a whole mess. I don't know that there was necessarily anything good or bad about this game. It just was. I think the goaltending could have been stronger. Obviously, losing Wierenski hurt. Being without Patrick Lyon also hurt. I thought Ken Johnson playing increased minutes looked good. Uh, Nick Blankenberg continues to be a surprisingly steady force. Uh, he was on the second pairing with Vladislav Gaprikov, and I liked that pairing a lot. I'll be interested to see if that continues in tonight's game. Uh, we can only hope because I have been super impressed with Nick Blankenberg. Uh, he played over 20 minutes and he was a uh, he was a minus two on the night, but he was not the worst by a long shot. Uh, and so, yeah, I'll be I'll be interested to see how uh, how tonight goes. If Wierenski is missing, if they'll stay with the same defense pairings, I hope so because feels a real kind of, this is as good as it's going to get. You know, uh, Adam uh, Adam Peake, wow. Andrew Peake continues to play a bajillion minutes. Uh, Jake Bean played a lot. Adam Boquist led the, the team in ice time, which was kind of surprising, but I think is probably a good sign. Uh, he was also a, uh, well, he was even on the night, which is good. Somehow, Justin Danforth was a plus two on the night, which is extremely funny, considering the Blue Jackets allowed six goals. Um, and I believe they were all even strength goals as well. So, apart from the internet, obviously. So uh, that's that's cool and fun. Um, in a minute, we are going to talk about tonight's game against the San Jose Sharks. We're going to check in with them, see uh, who's good, who's not so good, uh, what the goalie situation is like for them, because it's kind of up in the air, I think. And uh, yeah, that's that's coming up in a minute on Lonson Blue Jackets. But first, I want to tell you about Bill Bar, because Bill Bar is... Delicious, it is nutritious, it is just an all-around treat. If you don't know what a built bar is by now, then clearly you are new here, but a built bar is a protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. 
And if you haven't tried the Built Puffs, you are missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. They are a protein infused marshmallow. They are fluffy. They are delicious. They're covered in 100% real chocolate. They come in a bunch of incredible flavors. There's churro, there's coconut marshmallow, there's banana cream pie, there's brownie batter. They are good as hell. Built Bars are low calorie. They are high protein. They are high fiber. They are low carb. You just, you can't lose with a Built Bar. And I think that you should go to build.com where you can use promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5 and get 15% off your order. Once again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. And if you feel like spending the money that you've just saved over at built.com, then maybe put some money on tonight's game and bet the over because I feel like there's going to be a lot of goals. You can do that over at betonline.com. Net. They are your number one source for all of your betting stats and sports information. You can find all the latest sports developments, league reviews and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of the Major League Baseball season. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sporting, wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports and more. They've got boxing, they've got UFC, they've got your favorite fake casino games. Head to the website today, once again, at betonline.net. Use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action because BetOnline is where the game starts. So let's talk let's talk about the Sharks because they are a team that exists. Uh, they are battling with the they're kind of in that same area as the Blue Jackets. Uh, they are battling for finishing top uh, bottom ten in the league, getting that chance at Shane Wright. And uh, they are currently 20, 29, 34, and 12, 70 points with a 4-6-7 winning percentage. Uh, hilariously, the Blue Jackets are playing 500 hockey this season, which I think probably speaks to just kind of how much of a Thunderdome the Metropolitan Division is. But uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. This feels like it's going to be even messier. I think Elvis is going to be back in net, so that'll probably help a little bit. Uh, but the Sharks are such a weird team. Uh, I feel like they should be way better than they are. Um, in terms of players to watch, Brent Burns has four points in his last five games, all of them assists. Timo Meyer has two goals in his last five games. They've just re-signed Tomas Hertel, uh, who has been really, really good for them this season. Obviously, they've got their own University of Michigan boy, uh, Thomas Bordelow, who has uh, he had three assists in his San Jose Barracuda AHL debut, immediately signed his entry level, and has looked pretty good. For the Sharks so far, he got uh, an assist in his first goal in his first uh, NHL game, which it'll be it'll be fun to watch him. Having watched a bunch of his Michigan games, just because he played on the same team as Kent Johnson last season, uh, he's going to be real fun to watch. He might be honestly, I feel like he's probably going to score his first NHL goal tonight because the Blue Jackets love to give people their first NHL goals or their first goals of the season or whatever it is their first goal in like a bajillion game so uh, I'm calling Thomas Bordelow to score his first NHL goal tonight because that's just kind of what the Blue Jackets do um, in terms of players to watch for the Blue Jackets Jack, Ros- Jack Roslovic has five goals in his last five games obviously he scored those in like two games total he was seven points in his last four games uh, Gus Nyquist who I feel like we haven't talked enough about this season. And at some point, I am going to sit down and talk a lot about Gus Nyquist. He has six points in his last five games. Uh, he has six assists, excuse me, uh, in his last five games. And uh, he has just quietly been really, really good for the Blue Jackets. Uh, he was a former Shark, so look to him to potentially have a big night. I don't necessarily think it's going to be a Gus Nyquist revenge game, but it would be neat if it was. 
in terms of other things, the Sharks have a better power play. Somehow the Sharks are third in the league in the penalty kill, and I don't know how that happened or when that happened, but that's bonkers. They have a better face-off percentage. They allow less goals per game. They uh, We score. The Blue Jackets score more goals per game. But uh, that's really the only stat that they beat the Sharks in, which is fine, I guess. Um, in terms of, like, fun goalie things, JF Berube obviously allowed five goals on 30 shots last night or last game uh, and still has a 9-10 on the season, which is extremely funny. Uh, he's only played five games and his goals against is 3.61, but he allowed five goals on 30 shots and is uh, on 35 shots and is still... And still has a 9-10, which is just extremely funny to me. Um, I predict that the Blue Jackets will lose because why not complete the California road trip with uh, a reverse? It's not a reverse sweep, like an opposite sweep, an inverse sweep. I don't know. Lose three, lose to all three California teams is, is what's going to happen. Uh, the Blue Jackets won the last time these two teams faced each other. Uh, it was a 6-4 win. Uh, there was just... A real, a real messy game. So maybe we'll have that again. Uh, we can only hope. Um, I'm going to predict a 5-3 Sharks win uh, with a Thomas Bordelow game-winning goal because that just feels like what the Blue Jackets are going to give me. I will not be watching this game live because it starts at 3.30 a.m. my time and I have to go do day job in the morning, but I will watch it when I wake up between waking up and going to said day job. So uh, we'll see how it goes. Maybe they'll surprise me. I suspect that they won't. Um, but that's kind of all I've got for you today. Uh, tomorrow, we're going to look at tonight's game and see how that is going. And then later in the week, I think we're going to try and get some more prospect reviews done or prospect profiles because obviously Blue Jackets out of the playoffs, free falling down the standings. They are kind of battling for that kind of 11th or 12th overall uh, position, which does mean that they can drop down two second if they manage to, which would be. Super fun and neat, but uh, so we'll do we'll do some more prospect profiles. Take a look at who the Blue Jackets could potentially draft. Uh, thank you for making this once again your first listen or your first watch of the day, despite the fact that it is three uh, thirty p.m. Eastern time. It's fine uh, if this is your first watch of the day. Then I appreciate you. If it's not your first watch of the day, then I also appreciate you. Optimal Blue Jackets continues to be free and available on all podcast platform. If you would like to follow me on Twitter. You can find me at underscore Jacob Foster, J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. If you're watching on YouTube, then it's down here so you know how to spell it. You can find the show over at L-O underscore Blue Jackets. If you have comments, questions, criticisms, uh, we might do a mailbag later this week, which I think will be fun. You can email things to lockedonbluejackets at gmail.com. Have a wonderful Thursday. It's not Thursday. Wow. Have a wonderful Tuesday. Enjoy the game tonight if you can. And... uh Remember to stay locked on.